Hello everyone, and welcome again to City Daily. One of the major themes of the season of Lent is repentance. It's a time of self-examination, and any true and deep self-examination is going to inevitably lead to repentance. We begin this season with Ash Wednesday, a deep look at life and mortality, and really looking at our sin, which is really not something that, in the West anyway, we tend to do very often. We take that time to look at our sin, not to wallow in it, but to take it in and then marvel at our God and turn to Him. The word repent in the Greek New Testament simply means to turn around. It was a military term describing a soldier marching in one direction and doing an about-face, a 180-degree turn. And that's a good picture of what we're speaking of when we talk about repentance. It's a turning back to God. Repentance is a change in my heart and mind, a turning of my face back to center, which is Jesus, that leads to a change in my life and actions and habits. The reality is that this side of heaven, sin is a part of our human experience. We all sin and fall short, as the Bible says. And if that is true, then the road back to center is repentance. And through this, we find more and more of our true self revealed as we open up to the healing power of His never-ending love and forgiveness. Eugene Peterson says this, God does not deal with sin by ridding our lives of it as if it were a germ or mice in the attic. God does not deal with sin by amputation as if it were a gangrenous leg leaving us crippled, holiness on a crutch. God deals with sin by forgiving us, and when He forgives us, there is more of us, not less. In other words, it's not a cutting away to be less than. It's a removal in order to restore us, to bring us back to who we were always created to be. The life and life to the fullest that we always were created to live, to bring us closer to the image of God. But the impulse is to hide, to cover up in the same way that we see Adam and Eve did in the garden. We make our own fig leaves and cover up as if nothing is wrong, and we can ignore that thing or habit or compulsion or deviation from what we know is good and true. Let's look at David for just a moment. The Psalms are full of gut-wrenchingly honest prayers, celebration, vengeance, confession, repentance, joy, weeping, anger. It looks a lot like life, unfiltered and honest. I don't know about you, but I learned a very different way to pray, one that I'm still working on trying to unlearn. Part of it being my personality and partly just not ever seeing anyone pray so honestly before in that way. And so my prayers became calculated. My words were stuffy and uptight and not like my real tone or voice at all. 
David was called a man after God's own heart, but he had a whole rap sheet of huge mistakes, sins that most of us think, well, I'm not that bad. So what about his life made him a man after God's own heart? Tyler Staten says this about David. He was a long way from perfection, but he refused to hide. When he realized he was naked, he didn't pick up fig leaves. He ran to the Father. And so my invitation to each of us today is to run to the Father, to take the time in just a moment to pray as David prayed, search me and know me, God. In Romans 2, we read that it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. When we trust God, our Father, really and truly, then we can pray that prayer and be open and ready for the reality that comes from the search. And our sweet invitation is to repent, to turn back into his loving arms. To end, I'm going to read a portion of Psalm 139, which is a prayer that I just mentioned from David for the Lord to search and know him. And also a prayer and realization that the Lord already knows him inside and out. The reality is what we think we are hiding, he already knows. He knows us, he loves us, and he is calling us back to wholeness with him. Then after I read this portion of this Psalm, we're going to leave some space for reflection and repentance, a time for you to pray your own version of search me and know me, and then surrender to the revealing work of the Spirit in your life. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there, your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you.